0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Uh, glad to be back on another Monday night with uh, with my buddy, Justin. We're here to do our weekly show and talk about the UConn Huskies and the football program. Uh, coming off of a tough loss, obviously, against Syracuse. Uh, Justin, how you doing?
1: Uh, you know, uh, on Saturday, I was pretty disappointed. But once I sat back and really thought about everything, I mean, the future is definitely bright. And I, I could definitely see this team rebounding this year.
0: I agree with you. I mean, it, it's uh, obviously an extremely tough stretch coming up for the Huskies. But I, I, I agree. I mean, I think they just got to weather the storm the next handful of weeks and if they're able to do that the back end of the schedule uh presents some great opportunities.
1: Yes. And uh you know hope hopefully they take advantage of the whole situation.
0: Absolutely. I mean looking looking into last week's game against Syracuse, I I mean I I'll speak for myself here. I was I was excited going into that game because I thought there was really an opportunity for the Huskies to really do something and kind of make, make a name for themselves early on here. Um, But I, I have to say that I was extremely impressed with Syracuse and they're a lot better than I thought they were. And that that's a team moving forward that I think has a legitimate chance to make some noise in the ACC.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, Garrett Schrader, I mean, that, that, that kid could definitely throw in. Mm-hmm. he definitely made the Huskies look silly on Saturday, and I, I have a feeling that you know Syracuse's um, Syracuse's team in a whole is just a it's just one great unit. And I mean, going in, I I have a feeling like you know they they felt like you know you got could beat us, and they weren't looking ahead. They were definitely looking at the game, and and definitely played like they wanted to win.
0: Absolutely, I mean they they played fantastic. I mean, I. I... Looking at it, you almost think, like, they really took the rivalry to heart.
1: Yes. And, you know, they, they, it, it was it was always a good football um, game when UConn and Syracuse came around. And I think this time they just wanted to, to beat down the Huskies, and they certainly did.
0: They, they definitely did. Um, obviously, you were at the game. I, I, I know we texted many times on Saturday. Um, can you talk about just the experience heading into the game? I mean, just it looked like the tailgating was fantastic and the rent was filled. I mean, it was that it was great to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it was definitely a good turnout. It was, I I believe the attendance was a little over twenty five thousand, and um, you could definitely tell the Husky walk too. Uh, they actually had to stop the bus short because there's a line of people that wanted to welcome the Huskies into the stadium, uh, tailgating. I mean, it was probably one of the better ones that I've gone to. And, um, you know, it was, it, it, that was just a great experience, um, inside the stadium. The student section was there. Um, there's definitely a lot of orange on the, uh, visitor side of the field. Uh, my section too. I mean, it was, it was actually pretty loaded and it, it, definitely was a good turnout
0: and and that's awesome i mean that's something we talked about heading into the game that we were really hoping would be the case and and hopefully the result of the game doesn't uh hinder fans from coming back
1: i i think with the independent schedule um with the local rivalries uh there's always going to be a good turnout i actually think that the the fans actually um a lot of the fans, they were disappointed, but I mean, there's a lot of positives coming out of it too, and they are they're, they're still thinking positive. So, I'm definitely hoping that uh, for the rest of the season, the team definitely gets the support.
0: Absolutely, and and one of the positives coming out of that game was a couple of our wide receivers, especially like Aaron Turner, uh, making some plays. Um, just that was exciting to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Aaron Aaron Turner. He was, you know, the top, uh, the top wide receiver for uh, this Saturday, and I mean, he had a really nice touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, he he went for seventy-one yards for and only had six receptions. I mean, that kid, Aaron Turner, I I knew coming into the season that he was going to have a pretty bright uh, season, and it's just started for him.
0: Absolutely. I am really looking forward to seeing what he's able to do the next couple of weeks against some very high-level competition.
1: Yes, me too. And I I kind of want to see some uh, Victor Rosa in there too because
2: mm-hmm.
1: every time he comes in, you know, he could he could catch the ball, he could run. I mean, he's just a he's just the all-around athlete and I have a feeling that this wide receiver core Um, is definitely going to grow and I think they're I think they're clicking
0: I agree and and I agree with your point on Rosa I feel like every time he comes in he just lights a spark under the team
1: yes and I I think the coaches what they really wanted to do is bring him in kind of slowly Mm -hmm. but at this point he's definitely proven that he can he could definitely start um and I I even even at like a slot wide receiver role i mean he's kind of like a Wes welker type of guy
0: i agree i think that's a great comparison
1: and it's it's uh he, he's a you know the the Gatorade player um and he's he definitely he he almost plays with like some, some like like grit almost kind of like uh jackson mitchell
2: mm-hmm
0: We'll we'll get hey. to we'll get to Jackson Mitchell later on. We we ha- we always have to talk about him. That young man is fantastic.
1: But, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I think every show we talk about him. We
0: have to. <laughs> <laughs> what? I guess I guess let's start off with what, what were your thoughts on the first quarter? I mean, obviously we got down pretty quick and it kind of went south quickly.
2: So the
1: I mean the first quarter, it was it was for for me it was kind of uh slow uh for the Huskies and mm-hmm. it was Syracuse was playing a lot quicker and, and scoring but i mean when when you're down 7-0 and we can't even you know we can't even get a touchdown to tie it up i mean it was only um it was it it, it was almost like it was almost like the offense was definitely not clicking the offensive line seemed like they uh, they gave up some uh, some room to the defensive players to come in, and uh, it was it was it was pretty slow. It was it was a pretty slow start for the Huskies.
0: Absolutely, I agree with the point that you made on the offensive line. It just kind of looked like they were just a step slow.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was almost like the the Syracuse defense was was just a lot quicker. And you could definitely tell by that.
0: Right. And, and and it's something that you and I talked about before we came on the air. I mean, it, it's going to take a little time for UConn to get the the athletes, the caliber athletes to compete against uh, a team like Syracuse. And, I mean, certainly the next couple of weeks with Michigan, NC State, Fresno State. I mean, these are really good teams coming up. But it, it's going to take a little time for the Huskies to get to that level. I mean, they, they have guys who are who are at that level or exceed that level but they just the depth is just the concern right now
1: yeah and you know with with injuries plaguing this team too right. um, there's there's gonna be there's gonna be players that need to step up and i have a feeling if if those players step up it's we're, we're, we're definitely going to see a different
2: team
0: Absolutely. I saw something earlier somebody put out that was our QB one's gone, our wide receiver one, wide receiver two are gone. Our number two running back, number one kick returner are gone. I'm sure I'm missing some other things, but it's just, I mean, only being three games into the season, that that makes it kind of difficult.
1: Right. Right. And, you know, I, 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 I actually thought that, you know, Matt Drayton might've actually played, but, uh, I later found out that he was uh, arrested the week before and he's, he can't um, do any football um, related activities right now. And that's kind of a shame because I felt like that, that he could definitely come in and be an impact player right away.
0: Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. Um, What, what were your thoughts? Uh, I I would love to hear your thoughts being at the game. Um, Just kind of, Garrett Schrader as a quarterback in his running ability, but then also like Sean Tucker, of course, just what were your thoughts on
1: them? It almost seemed like those guys, those guys were almost like the NFL ready. I mean, mm-hmm. those players are, are such a step ahead and they, they play with heart and it was, it was crazy to watch because they play so hard and, they play every single down like it's their last, you know, down. And it was, it, it, it was, it was interesting to see Syracuse play because I just felt like, you know, UConn could definitely be like this one day.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: you know, Syracuse went down the rabbit hole too for a few times, and but they they rebounded, they rebuilt back the team, and I have a feeling that you know. UConn could do, you know, the, a similar thing like that. And that it, the Syracuse team is, oh wow, it, it it was actually a really good team. I was actually surprised because I thought UConn might have, you know, could could beat them up, but you know, they def, they just
0: couldn't. Absolutely, I mean, Sh- Schrader looks like an NFL quarterback. I mean, the way he can the way he's a dual threat, but the way he's improved his passing. I mean, I think that's what's really kind of set him apart to start the season here. And I'm really intrigued to watch them kind of the rest of the year. And I mean, they play Purdue this coming week. So that's going to, I saw Purdue in person. I mean, Purdue is fantastic. Um, They'll move the ball offensively, but I'm really, I'm really intrigued to see how that game goes.
1: Yeah, me too. And uh, I'll definitely uh, be watching it as long as, uh, you know, it
0: doesn't interfere with UConn, <laughs> right? Right. Well, well, let's talk. Obviously, we got to hit on the offense a little bit. Um, I, I think we can both agree that uh, Nate Carter d- did some good things, um, and he might be getting even more usage coming up with the with the injury behind him at the running back position. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes moving forward. Yeah,
1: and. Um. Also, another uh, a running back too that I feel like might come into play is uh, Devontae Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely had a he definitely had a nice touchdown, and that kid is fast.
0: He's fast.
1: <laughs> he almost he almost kind of reminds me of Brian Bruton a little bit because <laughs> that kid has wheels too. Yes. But i I I felt like you know Nate Carter didn't have a horrible game, but. I felt like he didn't really get much going either because I, I, I thought he could at least go over a hundred yards.
0: Very true. Um, I, I agree on uh, Houston. Man, that kid can move, and and I think I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of him.
1: Yes, I I I have a feeling. He's you know he can definitely catch the ball and run too, which is nice. Um, it's definitely an added an added resource to the offense this year.
0: Absolutely. And it makes you, makes you think that a guy we've already talked about, Victor Rosa could, could get some more time there as well.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we, we could see all three if they really wanted to mix it up mm-hmm. because in the college, college football too. I mean, the players, they, they, they get tired, you know, they get gassed. So, I mean, to have three good running backs is not a bad thing.
0: Absolutely. You, you need it. I mean, we've seen it already. We got one one out for the season already. So I mean, you need you need as much depth as you can get.
2: Yes.
1: And that I I think that's what the coaching staff wanted too um you know, and and it it definitely is is paying out for them also because yeah, with the injuries, at least now we we still have depth there, which is which is nice to see.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I I would love to hear your thoughts kind of on the quarterback position. I mean, Zion struggled a bit for sure on Saturday and kind of like what you see moving forward there.
1: So Zion Turner, I mean, if if you, if you see his stats, he went 14 for 17, 92 yards, one touchdown. I mean, 92 yards is, is not a lot. right? Right. Um, you could definitely tell that he struggled. Um, like we we're saying before, uh, once I, I'm, I was, I was thinking. I, I know a lot of UConn fans are going to shred me for this, but uh, I was thinking, you know, he has he has one more game, um, and we could. Po- I, I'm thinking they could possibly redshirt him um, if Tyler P was back. They probably they probably would, but as of right now, I feel like uh, Zion Turner. They're still gonna go with him. And that that's totally fine. I mean, mm-hmm. the kid he after each game he he checks game tape and everything like that. And um, I I wouldn't be shocked though if, if we do see some Kiel Millen in there also if he's if he's struggling. I mean, with you know, the next game I I, I wouldn't be shocked.
0: Right, I agree. I mean I'll get to Michigan later on in the show, but I I think I think we can obviously both agree with this, and I think all the Husky listeners will agree that there's going to be an opportunity in the next game and the next couple games for some other guys to get playing time.
1: Right, and I just don't want to see Zion Turner, you know, you know, get the losses and then and then get down on himself. And sometimes for a freshman too, if you if you play him too early and they start, you know, not playing badly, but just not playing to the, you know, college level yet because he's, he just came from high school. Right. Uh, you know, I I'm just hoping that they the coaches can recognize that and if he if he does need some some time to regroup, he can regroup, but I'm just hoping that we don't burn his red shirt, you know, just for him to to, you know, get down on himself where, you know, he's not the same. You you, you know, like you, you can see a lot of those you know, freshman quarterbacks, some of them, you know, bad things happen. And all of a sudden they, they just not give up, but give up, um, on, on themselves. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to see that.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I'll speak from my previous coaching experience on that. And I mean, I've seen it firsthand where you're playing a freshman a lot, or you're even starting a freshman and they start to, have some things not go their way and you just kind of kind of sit them down and say, Hey, I trust you. I believe in you. What, what are, what are your thoughts as a player? What do you look, what do you think? And I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head there. You got, he's got to be able to keep his confidence. I mean, it's, it's difficult what he's doing. I mean, he, yes, he's a, he's a fantastic player and I think he's going to do great things at UConn. I really do. But he, he's being asked to do a lot. I mean, he's, he's a first year college student and he's the starting quarterback and he's having to go up against, he's had to go up against some, some pretty decent football teams. I mean, he going that Syracuse team, like we've said is that's, that's a good football team. Um, Right. He was able to hopefully gain a little bit of confidence, confidence against CCSU, but like going into the next game against Michigan and then NC state, you just hope that, that he he doesn't get rattled too much.
1: Yeah. And I, 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 really hope so too. I mean, if if Tyler Pumacon never got hurt last year, I mean he he probably would have been, you know, probably third string with Roberson. Oh, we might not have had Roberson at all
2: come mm-hmm. in. Right.
1: Um it's 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 a what if game, but yeah, I'm 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 really hoping that he could rebound from this and I'm hoping next game he just shows us what what he has.
0: Absolutely. And I mean I think that next game move going up against Michigan. I mean, obviously UConn has nothing to lose. I mean, the guys should be thrilled to go and have the opportunity to go play in the big house in front of 110 to 112,000 people. It's on national television on ABC. I mean, those guys, I mean, just go have fun with it. I mean, you're playing with house money. Just go, just go have fun.
1: Exactly. And, you know what i i, I want to see some passes thrown downfield too
2: mm-hmm. but the offensive
1: line has to block but if they're blocking i mean go for the home run passes also because playing michigan it just just like you said you have not you have nothing to lose
0: right absolutely i mean well, I, well let's hit let's talk about that then what what are your thoughts on on the play calling uh, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts afterwards but i'd like to hear yours
1: well the play calling I feel like it was it wasn't there. Um it almost it's it's almost like they resorted back to last year. Uh very you know, the passing was, was short yardage, um a lot of you know well, a lot of running. Um it just even even on a defensive side too, it, it, it seemed like the play calling just wasn't there. I felt like they, they went like Three steps backwards. Um, I feel like they're just they're trying they're they're trying to play to the player's strengths, but that last play calling, I just I didn't agree with. Um, I wanted to see more aggressive play calling, and it just wasn't there.
0: I agree with you. I mean, I I think moving forward, <laughs> looking at like I mean. Jim Moore obviously knows what, he do, what he's doing. Nick Charlton obviously knows what he's doing. Um, and, and I think they were really going to – I don't want to say go back to the drawing board. I don't think it's going to be that drastic. But I think like they're going to adjust and do some different things. I mean, I, I loved I loved Jim Moore's press conference about how he was sitting there. and I mean, he obviously didn't blame the players at all. He said, this is on me. Like, we have to do better. And, and I think a coach of his caliber and his level, I, I think, I think that'll happen. I mean, I really do. I, I expect. I mean, I know the next couple of weeks are are a different level of competition, but I definitely can see moving forward that things are going to open up a little bit more, and they're just going to kind of p- play a little bit more loose. I mean, I feel like that's that's one of the things they need to do, especially offensively. It, it just kind of seems like robotic and uh the, the it almost seems like there might not be some trust in certain areas
1: yeah and i i have to agree with that and i i know i know the coaching staff after this one they're they're all taking it hard and mm-hmm. and they're 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 not they're not afraid to tell the media that too which we're really as yukon fans we're really not used to you know the coaches owning up to it mm-hmm. and you know, saying don't take it out on the players, take it out on us, and I totally agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> we're it's it's kind of a it's a new season for coaches. It's a new season for the for uh, the players also. And getting new players in, getting new coaches in. I mean it, it it's gonna take it's gonna take a year for all that offense and defense to start clicking. And at this point, it's this is this is the starting block. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the years to come, we're definitely going to see, you know, true UConn football.
0: I absolutely agree. And I, I love and respect the coaches for doing that because, <clears throat> I mean, like I've said, I'm a former coach and that's how I was too. I mean, when we lost, it was all on me. When we won, it was all the players. I mean, that and that's how it should be. Um, the players should get the credit when you win and, and when you lose. I mean, I, I love that the coaches are taking that to heart and that's... I mean that's how he should be,
1: right? And I I actually think because they're doing this, the fans have more respect for that too, mm-hmm. and that's why you're probably not going to see a decline in uh, in in fans coming out because that's a huge that's a huge thing for success at UConn and some of the greats a lot of the greats at UConn that coached they always owned up to their mistakes. And look at them; They're, they have, you know, top-caliber teams, mm-hmm. it's 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 going to be the same for UConn football too. I mean, Jim Moore and his staff has a bright future ahead, and I I definitely feel that way even after this game.
0: I couldn't agree more. I mean, I I I know, like like we've already said, we're obviously disappointed by the result, but the what what we're seeing and what we're hearing from the coaches just gives you such a positive light and, and that's what gets you excited.
1: Yes. I, I have to agree with that.
0: So let's talk about, let's talk about the defense a little bit. Um, obviously we have to hit on the, the past defense, but, uh, let, let, I guess we'll do the, the doom and gloom first before we do the positive. So let's talk about that past defense. <laughs>
1: So the pass defense. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was definitely, uh, definitely exposed. Um, uh, defensive backs, too, were exposed. Uh, I mean, there was really no defensive line, had no push. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have thought the linebackers would have, would have. Contained more than what they did. Um, I have, as a whole unit, it, it just, they just did not seem like they were, they came out to either play or, they just didn't seem like themselves. It, so, something was off
2: there. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree with you. I mean, it, just from the get-go, it didn't seem like things were clicking right at all.
1: No. No. No, it almost seemed like they, it it was, it was just all around like flat. you know, Mm -hmm. everything was so two dimensional and, and defense definitely, I mean, definitely some of the, some of the, you know, I don't know. I I, I can't wrap my head around it, but, um, I mean, I have a feeling that (laughs) after, after this game, uh. Yeah, there's going to be some discussions, too, uh, some changes there.
0: Absolutely. I would love to be a fly on the wall this week in those rooms.
1: Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I mean, I think a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, want to see the Huskies blitz a little bit more. But I think it's kind of difficult for them to do it when the pass coverage is is what it is.
1: Right, and... Like with Syracuse and everything too, going you know in the first quarter going down seventeen to zero, and then later on you know going down huge.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when when you're down huge, you, you can't really blitz. Right. Uh, now if it was a different game, if it was like fourteen seven, sure I could I could I could see some blitzes in there, but the game you know it was it was kind of out of reach at at that point and. I'm kind of glad they didn't blitz.
0: <laughs> right, right, just to get exposed even more.
1: <laughs> right. But, I, I, I mean, later on the schedule, yes, I can see more blitzes coming because, you know, some of the teams in the future um, we're, we, we definitely compare to. So I, I, I can see the defense. I mean, after – it's funny because – Everybody cracks down the defense, but with Michigan, North Carolina State, and Fresno State, those three games, I think this is when the defense has to grow from their mistakes Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and just play as one unit and all figure out what's going on. And if they do that, I mean, if they just grow as a unit, and that's what they're going to do throughout the year, too. And I'm trying to look at the positive side, of
2: course. (laughs)
0: Right, no, I I agree with you. I think that's such an important thing. I mean, like we've said, those next three games are are high powered offenses that we're going to be going up against, and it, we just you just need the defense to grow and to just obviously work through it and grow and gel. And if they're able to do that and come out of those three games, the back half of the schedule really presents itself to to be able to not only compete against almost all the teams on the back half of the schedule but to beat teams
1: right i agree with that
0: <clears throat> well you got anything else you'd like to add from uh from saturday night
1: well uh on defense uh jackson mitchell
0: absolutely
1: uh, six, 16, 16 tackles i mean that guy that guy you you, you knew when he was coming in i mean hmm that guy just runs all around the field. And, you know, for, for him, he, he's leading by example. And that's that's huge. I mean, he's just, he's, he's grown so much. And I have a feeling, too, that if other players just see how he plays and if they could play with that intensity, that whole defense is, is going to be, you know, it could be great.
0: I think he is the perfect example of a player that this team needs uh, just because they they can see his example, like you're saying, just how hard he works every single day in practice and how hard, obviously he plays on the field. I mean, he's leading the nation in tackles. Um, He's just a fantastic football player, but I I think in a handful of years we're going to look back and we're going to say like he was, he was part of the obviously the cornerstone that really turned this thing around.
1: Yes, and I, I I think this team too is gonna we're gonna look back and say you know remember those years when you know we kind of had it rough and now look at this look mm-hmm. at what they built
0: yes absolutely I I I think I obviously we we've said it I mean you're disappointed but there's there's so many positives coming out of it though
1: yeah. you know, I, I, I look back at the whole thing and, you know, yeah, I was, I was, I was really disappointed because, you know, I, I, I expect, I expect, you know, a team that's competitive Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, coming out of this too is you you gotta take the positives out of it.
0: Right. Right. I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and uh, transition over into talking about Michigan. Um, Obviously, I think Husky fans understand what we're walking into here. Uh, This is the number four team in the country, and they've played every bit of that uh, to start the season here. Um, If there is one positive looking at it uh, for the Huskies, uh, Michigan does tend to start a little bit slow. Um, They tend to... To get off to some slow starts, they, they have 3 and in-outs on offense to begin the game the past or the first two games. So, I mean, there's that to look at. Um, but in the second quarter, they tend to explode. And uh, I guess that happens when you have uh, five stars galore uh, to pick from. But uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh finally named, uh, or at least named J.J. McCarthy the starting quarterback for the upcoming game. And uh, I, I must say that I feel like he's the guy that they should go with because I think he just has a wow factor that can send that can send them to another level. Um, I, I I was a bit disappointed though to see Michigan fans booing, uh, McNam- McNamara when he was when he was uh, taken off the field just because he he took them to. He obviously, they beat Ohio State last year that they hadn't done in a long time, and they uh, took him to the Big Ten Championship, won the championship, then took him to the college football playoff. So I don't feel like fans should have been booing him. I felt that was that was very bad on uh, the Michigan fans' perspective there. But just, just looking at them heading into this game, uh, just from a stats perspective, they, they're leading the nation in scoring at 53.5 points per game. Um, they're, they're very, very balanced offensively. Um, 263 passing yards per game and 251 rushing yards per game. I mean, that's about as balanced as you can get uh, <clears throat> just from that, that perspective. They don't turn the ball over. Obviously. I mean, they've played Hawaii and Colorado state. So they're, competition level has not been great at all. But you still gotta look at it from that perspective and what they're doing there. Uh McCarthy, like I said, he he's completed ninety four percent of his passes. He's only got one in completion this year. He's averaging sixteen yards per completion. He's got three touchdown passes. Uh Cade McNamara, the their other the other quarterback who's started has completed only 54% of his passes. So, I mean, you can see why they're going to go with McCarthy there. At the running back position, Blake Corum is arguably the best running back in the Big Ten, averaging 7.5 yards per carry on the season. Uh, His backup, C.J. Stokes, is averaging almost 7 yards per carry. Donovan Edwards is averaging 6 yards per carry. Uh, McCarthy is a fantastic running quarterback. So, I mean, we, we saw that last week with Syracuse um, and Schrader and how he was able to run the ball. So McCarthy's able to do the same thing. So it will be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, Michigan has some great receivers, obviously just a number of guys who can really do some things from Ronnie Bell to Wilson and Johnson and Donovan Edwards, again, out of the backfield. They, they just got, they got a lot of talent there across the board. Um, <clears throat> obviously from a talent perspective, I mean, I think UConn fans know what we're walking into. Um, defensively Michigan's only allowing, uh, under 10 points per game. So, I mean, they, but like I said, they haven't played the best competition level Colorado state and Hawaii are not very good football teams. Um, so it it, it is a, it will be a little bit interesting to see, um, what some of our athletes can do against them just to see if we can get out uh, in open space to see what we can do. Um, like I said before, I really feel that uh, that the Huskies can should just go into the game, just uh, just play with house money. Like I said earlier, like go out and have fun with it um, and just just Play their hearts out really That's that's all we can expect is just for them to go out there Play hard, have some fun And hopefully Stay healthy I think that's the main thing But uh, one thing One thing I have to say um, I will be at this game And I'm really looking forward to it It's a game that I've had uh, That I've had circled For a while Just because I, I, I grew up Michigan fan I grew up going to Michigan Stadium in the big house because of my dad going to school there and everything Um, so Husky fans I'm really looking forward to to meeting you guys hanging out with you guys whoever's at the game please please let me know I want to meet you talk with you and everything it's going to be a lot of fun and you can always tell when it's somebody's first time at the big house because they walk in and their eyes get really really big because you're in a the biggest stadium in north america and it, it's it's a it's a great place to see a game uh, it's not as loud as people would think it is um with 110 to 112 thousand people there um michigan fans are not as boisterous as a lot of people think but uh it's uh it'll be it's obviously an exciting experience for all the players it's going to be an extremely exciting experience for all the fans And like I said, please let me know if you're going to be there. I want to meet you. I want to talk with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Justin, what are your thoughts kind of heading into the game?
1: So coming into the game, um, you know, we, we always have to strike first. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have to be the ones that, that come out and, and just are, are physical. I mean, this, this this team is, is going to try to try to hit us hard. Um, I'm just hoping that the huskies they they just come out with you know just being aggressive and yeah it's 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 gonna be a tough one but we we all know with with upsets in college uh, football so far that yeah it's it's a 46 point spread and I I don't I'm not mad at that at all I mean it's that's pretty respectable Mm -hmm. um but we definitely just need to come out and we can't play we can't play soft we have to play aggressive
0: absolutely i think that's the main thing i mean whenever you're going up against uh a superior opponent just don't play scared just come out aggressive like you're saying and just just attack them because they're almost not going to expect it
1: no and and I understand the players are going to be pretty nervous too because it, it's 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 a big stage right here. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they just have to, like we said before, just have fun. I'm hoping that our passing game can be a lot better than Syracuse. Um, I'm hoping that our defense can can play physical all at all three levels, and if they can do that, they can. They can accomplish a goal, and the goal is to go out and play, and just don't let this team blow you out. You know, try to try, try to stay in the game, and and if they can do that, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy.
0: I agree with you. I mean, you just you just want to see growth and progress. Really, is all you want to see.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure with you know Michigan added to the schedule too it's it's the it's actually going to show the kids hey this is the level that we want to be at mm-hmm. too and if they can just if even even the you know the guys can just take the experience with them and have that growth just expand it's it's going to actually help UConn a
0: lot absolutely I mean this is definitely the best team they're going to play all season. I mean, there's there's no way around that. Um, but it's like you're like you said. I mean, take the experience and grow from it. And uh, like you said, this this is what UConn football aspires to be is what Michigan is. So I, th- I think it's 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 the best opportunity in the world.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I I kind of hope that Jim Moore too will 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 put on old clips of UConn playing Michigan because it wasn't too long ago where we could go out there and play with those big guys.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: There's definitely a chance. You know, we have the chance. We this this game's not decided yet, and I just really hope that the players are like it's not decided let's just go out and and just and just do it let's let's win and i'm hoping that they have the winning
0: mentality absolutely i mean we've seen we've seen already this year uh just last week and in week one as well i mean we've seen major upsets happen and the guys just need to go out there with that mindset like every every game you play you should have a winning mindset
1: It's it's crazy, but let's say if UConn does get the upset, this is gonna this is gonna like make heads turn, and you know for the opponents ahead too, they're gonna be like, oh damn, they're you know they're they're definitely here for uh, for for revenge. Honestly,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: absolutely. I mean, I, I, like I said before, I I can't wait to go to this game. It's it, like I said, it's been one. That I as soon as I saw on the schedule that it was there, I, I was jacked up for this one, and I, there was no way I was going to miss that game, because
1: yeah,
0: I was, oh, go ahead. Because I've I've been there so many times, and and this is this will be the first time that I go to the big house not cheering for Michigan. I'm going to be cheering for the Huskies, and it, it I, I'm super super intrigued and excited about that just because it's going to be, it might be a little weird at the beginning, but it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, I, I kind of, I kind of hope that I could have went to the game, but I had, you know, I, I just, I just couldn't make it, but I was like, Oh man, would that be fun to go there?
0: There, There'll be, there'll be more opportunities against great teams. I, I, I know, I know down the road that they've got some really, really fun games scheduled. I know, I remember seeing down the road they have Ohio State scheduled and, and just a handful of other really good programs North Carolina just some other just I, I applaud I applaud our AD for the scheduling the way he has.
1: Yeah, he um, I, David Benedict. I mean, he's he's really done a, a a fantastic job and to to scrounge up games too like he has. I mean, I, I feel like for UConn being independent, David Benedict actually could schedule games quicker than most independents
2: because mm-hmm.
1: he's completed quite a few schedules so
0: far. Right, right. I mean, next year's schedule is all done, and I know they've got many games already done for 2024 as well.
1: that's that's amazing i mean it's the 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 yukon brand uh definitely helps out there too
0: that that's very true It 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 means something to put on that uniform that's for sure
1: yes it certainly does
0: and 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 it's going to mean even more in the future when this program gets to where we know it's going to be
1: yeah when uh when when the program gets to where where it's at I mean, is there going to be talks about you know conference realignment? Then are are they going to get calls? And Mm -hmm. certainly, I mean, if they can, if they can right this ship around, uh, I mean, the 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 future is bright for this team.
0: Absolutely, and we'll just look at games like last week and just say it's it's what brought us to this point.
1: Yes, and always always look forward, never look.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Justin, as always, it's, it's always a ton of fun to do these episodes with you. Uh, I always look forward to this every week. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
1: I, 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 look forward to it too, every week.
0: Well, go ahead and tell the listeners where they can, uh, follow you.
1: So you can follow me, uh, uh, at Hawkeye 282 on Twitter.
0: All right, guys, make sure you give him a follow. He does some great work. Uh, I, I can attest to that, and I think you guys can can see that on the show here as well. Uh, feel free to follow me personally at Coach underscore B Will. Obviously, the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot 1. Um, feel free to follow, like I said, my travels to go to games. Uh, my goal is to go to a game at every FBS stadium. Like I said, I'll be at the Michigan game. Michigan UConn game this Saturday. I'm also going to be going to Pittsburgh at Western Michigan Saturday night too. It will be the first time I do two games in one night or one day. So I'm probably going to be very tired on Sunday, but it'll be well worth it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I applaud you for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, guys, we we both appreciate everybody who turns in, tunes in weekly. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, Again, go Huskies. God bless.